Shalom, everyone. Rabbi Rachel coming in for Rapping with Rabbi Rachel. And this week's intention is I am what I am. It's going to be the focus of our podcast today. That's going to be the focus of our story today. I am that I am. And so that we can all come together, no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, just maybe stop and take a deep breath. And just feel that breath that connects us all. That oneness that connects us all. And because this is a new beginning, a new adventure, a new journey, a new blessing, I'm going to bring us in with the prayer. Baruch atah Adonai, Eloheinu melech ha'olam, shehechianu v'kiamanu v'higianu, lazman hazeh. Amen. Blessed are you, eternal God, creator of the universe, who blesses us with this moment, this celebration, this newness. So with that said, amen and all women. Let's go ahead and talk about a big week coming up. It's Passover on Friday. And I hope wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you're going to find a Passover Seder to attend. If you're here on the Big Island, I'll be hosting a big Seder on Friday night down in HPP instead of Hilo this year, actually. But it'll be an awesome potluck. You can go to my website, rabbirachelshort.com or ahavaaina.org to find out more about that. But wherever you are, no matter what you're doing, I really, really, really hope that you're going to find a Passover. Seder. And that's kind of what I'm going to be talking about this week is though I want to tell the story of Exodus somewhat. I want to save that for next week when it actually is Passover and encourage everyone to just kind of find out more because the story of Exodus is really, really relevant with what's going on in our world today when we really think about the fact that this was the first revolution. This was the first time there was a rising up of a people against some sort of oppression. And the thing about this is history repeats itself if we don't recognize and and learn from where we've been. So we need to look at the fact that the journey of Exodus is this really concept of, or this concept or this theory, we can cut that out, this concept or this theory of the idea that there's almost like a dark journey of the soul, that you're lost and you're wandering through the desert and you're looking all around and you don't have time for your bread to rise and it's hot and it's muggy and there's mosquitoes. And if you only had GPS, you're actually only nine miles away from Jerusalem, but that's just not how it works. <laughs> but in reality, maybe that is how it works as we all are way, all, blah, always are that close if we just stop and look and see that we are that close and see that when we look in this place and we're in this dark tunnel and it feels like it's hot and it's sticky and it's muggy and there's mosquitoes everywhere and we just want out, there's actually light at the end. And when you look at the story of Exodus and you look at Moses, that's kind of what happened. He spoke and God listened. He ran from oppression. He stood up for what he believed was what is right. He came for the Red Sea. And then he stood at the edge of this big sea and was like, what am I supposed to do? I've just got all these people to follow me. I told them I was going to lead them to freedom. How else am I supposed to make this happen? And this is where it's believed that the power of the word, and we can read the power of the word, he speaks, I am that I am really taking accountability for this, this powerful phrase, I am that I am. And as he's doing this and he's channeling this great energy and, and putting this out there, his sister Miriam, who actually gets no place in this story, but is our first female prophet, and we have to look at, 
she's singing and dancing and giving all this spiritual energy and helping to uplift the vibe and helping to bring things up. And as Moses is sitting there believing, he can literally part seas. And what happens? He parts the sea, they run across, and, and it closes in on Pharaoh behind him, and Pharaoh's left for dead. And that's kind of how it goes, is battling our demons. They're chasing behind us, and it looks like the sea in front is just way too big to part. And then sure enough, when we dig deep and find that strength and that belief in ourselves that's so much bigger than us, we recognize that I am that I am, but I am that powerful. I am that God. God is me. I am that conduit then it's like we can part seas. We can make miracles happen. That's what miracles are, is in reality with source. When we're aligned with source energy, when we're aligned with God, the divine, the universe, whatever it is you want to call it, that, that concept of what it is that's so much bigger than you or I or any other being that it's so beyond our comprehension. I think that it's when we really trust that, that void, that spaciousness, we go into this tunnel that we reach the other side. And that's what Exodus is. It's this legend, this journey of struggling through muck and gook and ugh, and no one wants to be in it, but it happens. And you go through it and you make it out on the other side and there's always light at the end of the tunnel. When you stop and you see, I am that I am. And with that said, I've got some really cute baby noises going on in the background. There's my little sidekick, my daughter, Safira. But it's just that reality. I mean, dude, look at that moment, you know? You can look over at the eyes of a baby and you can look over and I wish you could all see her. She's absolutely adorable. But it's there's something to be said for new life and growth and recognizing this power that we all have that we come in with. This innate sense of divineness and happiness and love that we all share, that breath that we all share, that we're a part of something so much bigger than us. That when we harm another, we're harming ourselves. And in the same way, when we do something good for another, we're doing something good for ourselves. And when we're doing something good, it ends up being good for our planet. So we think about this concept and this journey and this story of Exodus. And we just can know that there's something a lot bigger than us going on. And when we come to a Passover Seder, yeah. And when we come to a Passover Seder, the word Seder means order. So what's happening is we're retelling this story in a certain order with food and drink and wine and friends and family. And we tell the story of Exodus. Why? For that noise you hear in the background, for our future generations, for our children, so that they can understand what can happen, so that they can understand what slavery means and how we don't treat other people, period, now or ever. And they can see from this story and this lesson that there's something to look deeper at, that there's always a way out, that there's always hope for the future, that you would, should always, always stand up for what is right, no matter what's coming against you, and trust that I am that I am. You are that power that's so much bigger than you. So I would really, really, really hope if you make a Seder at your house, if you go to one, find a community one, if you even just meditate on the concept of Seder and the word order, I think that this is a ritual that we really, really need to be coming back to as a people, as a planet, and as a whole right now. Our ancestral wisdom and our, our souls are craving this, this genetic code that we are made of, this biology making, biography making up our biology. We need to come back to these stories and to these wisdom and to share them so that we can learn, so that we can grow 
grow so that we can reach this new age of consciousness so that we can elevate into whatever place it is we're meant to elevate into and connect with the oneness that we all share. You know, it's also Easter weekend. Jesus's last supper was a Passover Seder. There's something to be said for this. It's also the Buddha's birthday. There's spring, there's renewal, there's growth, there's babies, there's life. There's the reminder that things change. We have always made it through. And no matter how dark it seems, no matter how lost we are, there is something bigger than us that's going to help us get out. And maybe in not getting out and just being comfortable with where we are, that's when it happens. So with that said, I'm going to go ahead and share something with all of you that is from my heart, and I hope it comes through. So here we go. Join me on this journey. Shaloha, aloha, shalom, everyone. Grateful to be here, together as one. Our Passover festival is yet to begun, so I'm hoping you'll all join in on the fun. We are still here now, under the same sun, as Moses was under when he started to run. He saw a corrupt system. He knew something must be done. The pyramids they were building, those bricks weighed a ton. Now we look back, see how far we have come. We believe there are accidents when there really are none. Sometimes we feel afraid hopeless and stuck, like the world's closing in or we're being hit by a truck. The world around us makes us want to scream, but the water's not deep. We just can't see through the muck. Belief in our creator takes way more than luck. It takes a level of faith, shaking it off like a duck. See, Moses, you see, didn't want his role. He was overwhelmed and struggled with reaching his goal. God gave him his mission and it took its toll, but he knew he had to part the Red Sea with a pole. He was the link. He could fill the hole. This was the mission of his soul, to fight for something so much bigger than him. His belief in God is what made him win. He started where he was. He let his journey begin. He surrendered it all. He let go and gave in. A righteous man in a world of sin, he knew he had no choice but to fight for his kin. This was his power when things could look grim, because despite how much it seemed like the divine light was dim, Moses went deeper. He looked within. The story of Exodus we all somewhat know is what happens when we realize there's too much to know. We are just part of this divine flow when we work together, when we let go. When we reach towards the light, we learn and we grow because deep down inside, we know it's our show. We are just conduits of the divine. These bodies aren't ours, yours or mine. There's really no place for logic, reason or rhyme. This great spaciousness with no concept of time. We're all here together, walking the line. And if we look closely, all is just fine. Being who you are can sometimes be a crime, but we can fight for what's right and leave no one behind. I guess to me, that's what Exodus means. When you let God take over, you wake up in your dream. You realize things aren't always as they seem, even when others can be pretty mean. There's always an option. There's always a way out. Maybe we just need to try a different route. Sometimes we cry, we whine, and we pout. Sometimes we're angry, and we scream, and we shout. Sometimes we're confused, and we're filled with doubt, unaware of our power, what it's really about that we have the power to choose our fate. We work together, the divine as our mate. No matter how much we seem to have on our plate, 
There is an order when we clear the slate. Things are changing at an unfathomable rate, but the time is now. It is never too late. We can part seas, not take the bait. Look at this story and see how we relate. To really look deeper, stop and contemplate what Exodus means here on this date. We hurt ourselves with resentment, guilt, blame, and hate. We cut off our hearts where we could relate. We back down when it seems things escalate. But we can part seas. We can open the gate. Because you are truly your own soulmate. Though that may seem heavy, like too big of weight. But I am that I am is what Moses said as he marched through the desert, the people he led. Persecution and slavery, they finally fled. Then when Pharaoh tried to follow... The sea turned red. They didn't look back. They went forward instead. And they left for freedom while Pharaoh was left dead. Moses and Miriam came from their hearts, not their heads. There was no time for fear, no space for dread. The people had risen with no time for their bread. So we tell this story again and again at our Seder meal with family and friends to remember the fact we cannot pretend we have been there before and we could be again. Mental slavery, religious persecution, we are the chaos and we are the pollution. I am that I am, we are attribution, we are the change, we are the solution. We are one, no substitution. We listen to this tale, our ancestors finding their way home, and we know we're supported. We are never alone. Through deserts and seas we may wander and roam. We are always adventuring into the unknown. But there's hope along the way. Signs were being shown. If we can just look deeper, we always have grown. The time is now. The cover's been blown. Begin your exodus. Throw yourself a bone. Look up at the sky, not down at your phone. This is your life. Your choices you own. We are just spirit and bodies on loan. The divine hears you in all keys and tones. I am that I am. Shaloha. Shalom. So I hope you all enjoyed that. That is my version of a Devar Torah or thoughts inspired by the weekly Torah portion, also kind of known as a sermon. And my hope is to bring these spiritual teachings that are oh so relevant back again and recognize why they are so important and why they are so needed right now for, there's Safira, my sidekick, for ourselves and for these, for the future generations. Are you saying hi to everybody? Oh, big yawn. Yeah. And then something else I kind of wanted to talk about just before we wrap up is a lot of people don't realize in the story of Exodus that Moses didn't really want this gig. He really didn't want the job. He was fighting God really hardcore about it, actually. and was like, why can't you find someone else? This is too much work. I already did the Ten Commandments. Now I'm supposed to lead all these people. So just recognize that what we resist persists. And maybe sometimes there's a bigger reason for it. So with that said, I hope everyone has a very, very happy Passover. Chag Pesach Sameah. Again, please find a Passover Seder wherever you are, whatever you may be doing. If you're here on the Big Island, come and join me at the HPP Activity Center. It will start at 5.30 Friday evening. There will be live music. It will be an amazing, amazing time. You can find out more at rabbirachelshort.com 
or ahavaaina.org. You can also follow my nonprofit, Ahavaaina, on Instagram and Facebook and all of that good stuff. And I'm always happy to share more about that organization that I founded and their our attempt to build the first and only community center on the big island of Hawaii. Yeah. So with that said, Chag Pesach Sameah, everybody have a good one, and I'll look forward to seeing you next week. Shaloha.